0: Hi, this is Arik, and Aurelia, and we're here to talk about life and interesting things. Or so we think,
1: but in the end, you will be the judge of that.
0: Well, either way, what we have to talk about in this episode is... Ageless! Awesome. So I I want to, um, my first question for this episode is, I guess I want to talk a little bit about the difference between what is right and what is correct in life with different kinds of things, because, you know, we were walking along the, the water the other day and it was like, we were talking about something and then it was the, the, the idea of what is right and what is correct came into the air, you know? And so I was just like, oh, this would be a really good idea for ages. So I wanted to ask you like, is there a difference or, and if there is, what is it? There's a big difference because
1: hmm, let's say you have certain statues or let's say you're a person who follows orders. Then the correct thing to do is to follow order. Like if you are in a, the position of an underling, then that's the correct thing to do.
0: Like Like if you work for a company or something or or like,
1: it doesn't matter, you know whether. Or the work, law. Yeah, whether you work for the uh, company or are in the military or orders, you know, orders. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But not everything that's correct may be the right thing to do. Uh mm-hmm. And. I mean, obviously the biggest example that comes to mind is like the Holocaust, you know, like all these people like did the correct thing because they followed orders. Wait, what do you, what do you
0: mean? I
1: don't know. I saw this film once. So it was a documentary, I think about like Eichmann was his name. He was like some guy who ran a concentration camp. And he just insisted, you know, that he did nothing wrong because he just followed orders, which means to the T. So what he did was correct. Now, was it right? mm -hmm. I really don't think so.
0: Not at all. Wait, what do you mean he ran a concentration camp? Like you could like run them like, like, like a franchise or
1: something? I mean, don't put me on the spot with my history knowledge that I, Uh I doubt that, but I mean, this was like, uh, a thing that needed a boss, you know, Uh somebody who coordinated and
0: right. Right. Like in recruiting the the whole Nazi movement and whatnot.
1: No, like in the concentration camp, like they needed, I guess, resources that, They needed to make sure
0: that the people would be shipped here or that,
1: you know, Mm -hmm. I mean just running it like a Mm -hmm.
0: company and yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Like the franchise or something like where there's these orders and this guy in this documentary that you saw had these orders to do this and he did them because he follows orders. Yeah. And it's, that was, he was following the correct orders that, that were being given to him But it wasn't the right thing to do.
1: Clearly not. Because Mm -hmm. killing people, you know, is never the right thing.
0: So people who follow orders then, like, can you say, like, they just don't speak, or they don't, yeah, they also don't speak for themselves. But, yeah, I guess, like, on all levels, like, they don't think for themselves, they don't speak for themselves, they just follow orders. Mm
1: -hmm. What kind of
0: people are, are, what kind of people are that? Like, what kind of people do that? Hard to say.
1: I really don't know. I mean, you ask me these questions. I have to say, you know, from my father's side, I'm a real rebel myself. My grandfather... Oh, rebellion is a... My grandfather was in a concentration camp himself Uh because he didn't want to be politically correct Uh at the time saying, Heil Hitler, that was politically correct. And he would say he wouldn't do that. And so he ended up in a concentration camp and as a political inmate. And, um, my dad, I mean, he guess given was very, very young. He was only like 14 or 15, almost at the end of the war when he got drafted mm-hmm. because you know, they needed soldiers. Like they would take anybody. Mm-hmm. And my dad ran. Yeah. Cause he said he's not gonna kill anybody because that would be the correct thing to do following the orders he's been given. He said like the right thing for him was to not kill. And so he ran and he lived for more than a year, a wall in the Alps.
0: That's amazing. I mean, what a real hero. And that was the right thing to do.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't correct because if they would have caught Mm. him, He would have, you know, been shot to death.
0: So that was right for his destiny, but correct for, like, I think, like, if you do the correct thing, you're just following the karma of the order. But if you're doing the right thing, like, you're being, like, that rebel. Like, you bring up that energy of rebellion. Or do I have that mixed up? I don't know that it's
1: necessarily rebellion. I mean, it could be. It could be.
0: If, if the, if the, if the correct thing is wrong, then it's rebellion to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, that's really, thank you for sharing that. I mean, that's really interesting. I mean, I could probably do like a whole series just on that, but like what I, what I want to ask though, but then like, can you have like social orders? Yeah. Is that I what mean, politically correct is?
1: Definitely. Uh-huh. I mean... I
0: hate to bring up my grandfather again, but it's very good. Yeah. I, li- I, I like mean, that. Cause I am really interested in I think that's really interesting actually. Uh,
1: I mean, this was all really, really interesting then to hear the stories about that. So first of all, like my grandparents, like f- from my grandmother, she was fairly wealthy. She, you know, was well off and everything but then because my grandfather didn't say Heil Hitler, right? Like he didn't join the party and he didn't want anything to do with that. And they put him in the concentration camp. Then the um, like socialist, party people like the nazis like which is like the national socialist party like the democrats at the time mm-hmm. you know like they uh would then move in and they would take like her money her possessions and like they i cannot remember clearly i think they uh could live in one room in their big house but everything else was taken away from them and that was that either way at the end of the war you know my grandfather was freed like by happenstance like at that march what it's called like you know he he survived it mm-hmm. um and then like the social pressure that you know he first didn't follow the social pressure. He said, I don't care if my whole village says, Heil Hitler. I cannot do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not politically correct, but then
0: we'll just say H going forward. Because every time you say that I get, I get like a cringe. So just say H Okay. Thank you. Okay. What's HH? H that stands for this thing that you're saying that your grandpa wouldn't say. Oh, okay, yeah. I see. Cause it's, like, okay. it's like, I don't know if it like, like triggers past life or something. Like it scares me. So we just say H-H, mm-hmm. because every time you say it, it's very scary. Okay, so H-H, he wouldn't... Yeah, ha- uh-huh. <laughs> thank you.
1: <laughs> he wouldn't hail that man.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, perfect.
1: <laughs> so anyhow, and then we know after the war, mm-hmm. you know, there were the Nuremberg trials and stuff like that where, you know, like... Um, people who would say age age and mm-hmm. did the correct thing by following orders and mm-hmm. like ratting out other people and putting them to death and 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 you know that was all correct it was not right but it was all correct i mean i can't even were, my mind around that <laughs> they like, were put to trial uh-huh. mm-hmm. and of course then everybody said wow I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Oh, they lied. Yeah. They lied. Mm -hmm. And from there on out, you know, my grandfather was like an outcast because nobody in his little town wanted to be reminded that he knew that they all did it. Yeah. And he was the only one who didn't, and he paid the price, right?
0: I'm gonna subtitle this episode "Speechless." <laughs> it's like, whoa, yeah. man, that's intense. Like, I don't even know. Like, I have to process that because that basically means that he 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 saw them doing the quote unquote correct, the politically correct, correct thing, thing at the time. Uh-huh. Because I mean, the space, the politics in Germany at that time were not right. You no, know? they
1: were not. But it was politically but, correct but to it, say the H H. Yeah, H H. And <laughs> yeah. this was.
0: Also like so many, I mean, sorry, I, maybe I get a little bit, I, I divulge a little bit, but I think cause I'm just trying to Amen. process in the background, everything you're saying, but like, you know, so like, you know, the, the politics of, of Germany at that time were really bad. They were not correct. And that was because there was enough voices to give it power. Do I understand that correctly? Because there was enough mass, like what makes it correct? That's enough people thinking that it's right with this wrong karmic view. Right.
1: Absolutely. That's
0: what this is yeah. about. And then your grandfather said, no, I think for myself, Yeah. even if I'm not correct, uh-huh. I think for myself. And they wanted to kill him for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And he said, you know, I don't care. I will Mm -hmm. not conform Mm -hmm. to something that you think is correct when it clearly is not right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and taking away the freedom of speech, this is always the first sign of a bad situation. Was there freedom of speech in Germany before? That man with the age.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Of course freedom Uh of
1: speech was
0: there. Uh Uh-huh. So it's that mass amount yeah that 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 like Albert Einstein says, you know, like, you know, what is not what is popular is not always right. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. that's right. And what is right is not always popular. Yeah. Or whatever he says. But you know, it, it's that's kind of like that energy, and like to really stay true to yourself, and and to in that sea of quote unquote mm. correctedness, which mm-hmm. is a karmic view, and not having the big view, the big picture. And then I think people just jump on that, like they were jumping on that train of being quote unquote correct, so that they could express their frustrations with that H man was triggering within them. Mm.
1: Yeah. And also because,
0: Well I know, mean, you know, the Hitler guy was doing just so that we're clear,
1: everybody was like, I assume, you know, was afraid to say to speak their truth or to do what's right. Like my grandfather did mm-hmm. because not everybody was willing to lose all their, you know, wealth. And then, you know, end up in a concentration camp.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to... it. I mean, your grandpa's a real hero because it's hard to do that. Because yeah, especially had... for social, re- like, social or business or educational, like, all kinds of opportunities will go out the window.
1: He was done for the rest of his life. First of all, I mean, you know, I'm sure um, experience, like, ending up in a concentration camp is not something you can get over easily, but he also really didn't want to have anything to do with anyone anymore. What was
0: the sign? Scorp- Scorpio, I think. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a Phoenix from the ashes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. I mean, Scorpio already has a very hard time trusting people. Mm-hmm. So this is like, that just, that just mm-hmm. solidified it. That yeah. just solidified it. But this
1: is how, you know, bad things get momentum and because nobody dares to say no, because they are afraid to be ostracized. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we're now just looking what's happening, uh, in the United States right now, for me, I mean, that is a little bit similar. I'm pretty sure that there are many, many people who do not dare to speak their true mind out of fear to be ostracized.
0: What, what possibly true mind could like, I mean, I'm sure you're right, but like, I think a lot of people are speaking their true mind. I don't know. I mean, I mean what true mind are you referring to that all life matters?
1: No. And that does include black lives, but I mean, to single out black lives of, you know, all life, then I am sure that's not
0: right. Well, the argument is that if that, and I'm just coming from a neutral point of view, but like the argument is as moderator, you know, the Mm -hmm. argument is that, um, if there's a house on fire, And then the house next to it is not on fire and the house on fire is is, represents and their example represents black lives. And then the guy with the house that's not on fire says all lives matter. Then that's like disrespecting the house on fire. That says black lives matter. I'm not quite sure that
1: I understood that example, but what I understand is like, yes, there may be a house on fire and I do everything to make sure that that fire <laughs> is put out.
0: Yeah. That's the whole idea behind the black lives matter to put out the fire. Yeah. Well, I agree with that. And so the, and the argument However, is that when I've... you say all lives matter takes away from black lives matter.
1: Yeah. And I disagree with that. That to me is a uh, politically correct rhetoric because black life is part of all life. In
0: my perspective, you know? No, I actually I agree. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. And I feel like, you know, saying black lives matter is like just it subconsciously triggers racism. It's very racist. Mm-hmm. It is. It's very racist to say that because, it's just like why make it about black lives and not about life and not about life because I I don't see color.
1: Yeah, me either. That's
0: the thing, and so I'm just like, what? And I may mean, I don't and I don't, don't want to. I don't get involved in all that because I'm not racist. I'm not
1: racist either, and I may say to our listeners, you know, who do not know me from scratch, but I am the widow of a black man. Mm-hmm. So you know, I. Kinda have been reverse discriminated a lot, and I also have been discriminated. I mean, you know, i I will acknowledge that, but you know, none of that was right. Mm-hmm. None of that discrimination and separation is never right. And no, I'm also not political. I'm just you know coming from my heart and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from my heart, all life matters. And I cannot make a distinction about this color does and thereby saying the other color does not.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, astrologically, you know, people are just looking for an outlet for their anger. They probably don't even really care about, you know, what's really going on because uh, racism is not something new, especially in the United States. This is mm. actually one of the karmas of the United States that they still need to resolve, you know, started with actually before Abraham Lincoln, but you know, he really, you know, he was politically incorrect and he freed the slaves. You know, that was very politically incorrect of him very, at that time, but it time. was the right, thing, was the to right thing to Yay. do. It was <laughs> the right thing to do. And, mm-hmm. and that helps with the karma of, of that, that land has that karma of racism And it's not anything new. And it's just really sad and disgusting that it's, it's where it it is where it is now. It's like, okay, you guys, you know, you really need to work on it, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Why now? Why right after COVID-19 started to go down? Because it's all just a big scheme to refill with negative energy. Mm. That's what's really going on. Yeah, I just was about to say that Cause I remember,
1: um, uh, when you did the forecast of mm-hmm. the COVID-19 and you said, well, this chart is very unstable and it will disappear like that Yeah, as fast as it came. And you know, if then it stays away, that depends on how we are handling the aftermath of it. And right now I don't think we're handling it very, very well. I mean, I, I want to do better.
0: Say we can do better.
1: I want to say, you know, ARC is teaching like this really Mm -hmm. rocking class Mm -hmm. about um, the planets of pandemic. Mm -hmm. And there, you know, you pointed out like so amazing, like the different steps, you know, that, um, that force us in this time to purify, Let's just quote it that.
0: Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about all these consequences and stuff and everything that's going on after this short break because I need some water. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. This episode of Ageless is brought to you by Aurelia Essential Oils. Wellness for you and everyone around you. Available on AureliaEssentialOils.com. All right, so we are back with Arik. And Aurelia. And we rarely ever talk about, you know, political things, but we're not talking about political things. We're talking about spiritual energies. Yeah. Yeah. But, and so this is just kind of like, you know, we see how those energies are manifesting. Excuse me. I have to say that then, you know, I really would hate for this to be
1: misunderstood that, we are talking political or taking political sides or something. This is really just to see, uh, the difference between, you know, thinking for yourself, which is the prerequisite of spirituality and
0: following a mass concept. Okay. So there is like, that is really amazing that you're talking about that right now because there's this, um, you know what, um, there's like these, these speculations from these, uh, two guys that I, you know, really respect. And it's really like just talking about all the different kinds of energies how the generations how they turn and stuff and I really find it so interesting from an astrological perspective to see how the planets go and everything but one of the questions that that he asks is um and this is really interesting how you bring it up with spirituality or you know how how I heard it is that which would you prefer that government should reinforce the principle of self-reliance or the principle of community.
1: Wow. That's really an interesting And this question. is something that
0: he asked them mm-hmm. like Americans of all ages. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I in 2014, you and I have talked extensively about this. Mm-hmm. And even, I think we had one episode where we did talk about it or I can't remember if it was an on-air or off-air podcast, you know, <laughs> ageless conversation. But, um, like, you know, for our listeners, you know that I am, I'm just telling you right now, like, and it really obviously, as you know, I'm very much the pioneer spirit. Everyone go on their own and, you know, no safety net. You either make it or you or you live in the street. You know, that's just how I am. Or you find somewhere where you can take orders, Yeah. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. you work for someone who will take care of you and stuff. And you are very much more like very good for the, you know, ev- the community, the community sense. But that's, I think, because you have European background and I'm from America. You're from Germany. So you're raised with kind of like this commute sense of communion where I'm raised with this like sense of, you know, American dream kind of thing. However, um, studies have shown like the millennials the, the up and coming generation, like they are very much uh, community based and like then the baby boomers, they were very pioneering, right. And very like, uh, trailblazers. And so like they're, you know, they are aging out in positions of power and this is going to change from uh, self-reliance to community mm. more like, you know, more community based kind of like consciousness is, is essentially what I'm talking about. And myself having lived in Europe, I'm kind of like ranting a little bit, but you know, having lived in Europe now for so many years, uh, I've come to actually see the value and appreciate this, uh, community, Uh, approach, even though it's a lot of taxes and there's a buttload of bureaucracy and paperwork because, you know, obviously, you know, for our listeners, we own businesses on both continents and, you know, I, I see the difference, like, you know, how much taxes you pay in Germany versus how much taxes you pay in the States. And I mean, it's just, I can go on and on and people are always like, Oh, you know, you know, the healthcare system, everything's so much better in Germany. Yes, it is. Absolutely. It is but there's also all these downsides to it too. And there's pros and cons to each, but I guess it's just summing up like with this question about self-reliance and community and community is where it's going in the States. It's going to in the future. I could totally see that it's going to become more like Europe and then it's going to change again. You know, it's not going to last, but it'll change again. So like, what do you think? Like just going back to that question, would you want a government that's, kind of like promoting self-reliance or more promoting community. (laughs) Sorry for the, I don't know. I mean, if it's
1: like, uh, at all possible, I would like to take the
0: best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. So explain the best of both worlds. Well, the
1: best of both worlds to me would be that, um, You know, my government model, so to speak, is self-reliance. But within that, I am, well, I not like everybody. I mean, you know, each and every I that makes a society. Um, mm-hmm. Say is here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is so, mm, evolved. I may want to call it that without having all that bureaucracy and all that, um, red tape and everything, you know, knows how to take care of your fellow man. hmm. You know mm-hmm. that, that the community part would come like with free will, with that
0: self-reliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm okay. So I, I think that's amazing, but I do believe that the government, you need the, you need to have that with that structure, exactly how you said it, that the government encourages self-reliance because then within self-reliance, you can establish community. Yeah. And I'm all for that. Like with my companies and our employees and everything, I'm a cancer. I like to take care of people, but Mm -hmm. like, you know, I want to take care of my people and I want the choice to do that rather than Mm. the government enforcing me to be communal. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, you need the government needs to trust the people first Mm. to be self-reliant. And then within that self-reliance, there's that energy of community. I don't think it works the other way around.
1: Yeah, I agree. It doesn't. And Mm -hmm. I mean, speaking then about us, I think we're really good employers and Maybe just as a little example. I mean, we were really bending over backwards and investing so that we didn't have to send our people on, you know, kurzarbeit or short like, temporary,
0: know, um, temporary work.
1: Yeah. Well. During they, Corona. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, we know, were working hard during Corona.
1: Very, very hard. we were
0: working really hard because yeah. we have these wellness products and it helps people. And also just mm. with the panic and the anxiety and like helping with wellness. I mean, we were working mm. really hard. Mhm. Mhm.
1: But then, you know, like we had to, uh, make sure that like we couldn't have our store, our brick and mortar stores were not open and, you know, there were like all these regulations that we had to observe and stuff like that. And still like, we really tried to take care of our people. And, and and that's what I mean. And that was totally voluntary because like from the government like we would have had every right to cut their pay and send them home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like in America, if someone does something wrong, you can fire them right on the spot. And in Germany, there's no such thing. No, you can You yeah, cannot you cannot hardly
1: ever fire you, you can't say
0: you're fired and then they <laughs> like, you can just you can't do that. You can't do that. Like, yeah, you can
1: say it but they take it to court. <laughs> they, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like you just you can't do that. And mm-hmm. I mean I'm just like but even if they do XYZ, nope, you can't do that. It's it's really intense and I see I I see the benefits of so, yeah, Thank you for answering that question. I think it's really interesting. I think what I'm really getting at is just from an astrological metaphysical perspective. Um, you know, we've also been talking about that, but I think it ties in really nicely here is that, uh, the realities are splitting mm-hmm. and, um, you know, to our listeners, you can choose where you want to go. You can go down the path of hatred or you can go down the path of love. And the path of love is not for the faint of heart. The path of hatred is very easy. Yes. It's very easy. It's the easy choice. Every time you don't like someone you see on the street, every time you don't like your neighbor really is really, really all comes down to that's what it's about. Hatred's not about these gross displays of, you know, what you see in the press and in the media and stuff. It's like, no, you see someone on the street, you don't like them. That's hatred. And so you can choose where you want to go. And I just, you know, I really want to encourage everyone to choose love as much as possible because, um, and also to really get to know what love is because what you think is love is probably not love at least, you know, probably not so much for the people who are not listening to this, but um, <laughs> it's a good word. you know, but it's, it's, it's really that path of hatred is not looking good. No. And I can really foresee like, you know, the American dream, it's dying in that reality it's going to become something else. And, um, but you know, you can still be in America, but just in a different reality, I guess is kind of where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. And obviously we know it's, it's, it's spreading worldwide. Mm-hmm. So one pandemic's being replaced with another. And I wrote about that also, how yes. we have pandemics all the time and, you know, the news just doesn't cover them or it doesn't cover them accurately, but you know, the next one's coming. And like I really said, I'm teaching about that in my astrological planets mm-hmm. and pandemic class. And
1: Yeah, and what I uh, feel I want to add to that with this, you know, choose love, not hate, even though, you know, your hate may be justifiable because, you know, you're doing this out of love for black lives, which is like really, as we've established, like not so. Um, You know, it also, we have to say that there is a recurrence of astrological, aspects I mean I'm not the astrologer of the family but I somehow seem to remember that you have talked to a friend recently and like you were talking about that that there is a, a, a constellation or an alignment that is pretty much the same as it was like in 29 when the Great Depression started oh yeah
0: there's a lot of generational planets hitting different uh, points and let's not mm-hmm.
1: forget that the Great Depression was then what led to all like led to world war two basically.
0: Yeah. You can read an article that I have uh, Uranus, um, Uranus and Taurus. Um, and, and yes, you're right. Aurelia. Yes. This Mm -hmm. is kind of where it's going. And I'm an optimist. I'm a very optimistic person, but you know, I also, um, I don't deny the potential of evil. And um, it's it's uh, yeah a lot of that's going on so yeah you can read the Uranus and Taurus uh, I have also Neptune and Pisces uh, I talk about Pluto and Capricorn all the time like for the astrological guys out there or girls <laughs> excuse me and everybody <laughs> yes, and thank um, you.
1: let's stay politically correct
0: yeah and that, that uh, in that case it's also right yeah. sometimes you can be correct and right which exactly and I guess probably divine. Oh, that was beautiful. You know, Mm -hmm. because then you're protected. But, uh, so, you know, just food for thought, you guys just think about this, you know, what orders are you following? Mm. You know, family orders, uh, social orders. Um, you know, those are like the unspoken orders, you know, that we have. And then, you know, you have orders for work to do a good job. You know, if you don't agree, then talk to your boss about mm. it and say, "Hey, you know, I think we can improve on this yeah. or I don't think this is right." And then, you know, be and then be willing Church, to listen. Ethics, be willing know, to listen. If you don't think something is right, maybe you're wrong.
1: Mm.
0: You know, and just be willing to listen. Have an open mind. You don't have to do what they say, but then be willing to learn. You know, we're in the month of Gemini at the time of this recording, so be willing to learn. Church orders all kinds of things like you're saying, right? I love that. So mm. just think about what orders you're taking. And do you think that they're right? And if you think that they're wrong, why are you doing them? Mm. You know, or if you want orders that, that are in alignment with what is right, then why aren't you brave enough to do them?
1: Mm.
0: So just some food for thought and, you know, something to think about until the next episode. If you dare to come back. <laughs> if not, you know, it's all my bad because I
1: had to start talking about my rebel grandfather. But hey, such is life.
0: You're a very outspoken woman. We know that. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, we love that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so you guys, um, thank you for listening to our episode of Ageless. And this has been Arik. And Aurelia. And you've just listened to an episode of Ageless. Ageless. Be sure to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts. We're pretty much everywhere online. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.